right. Say hi, Spiro. Hi, everybody. This is Spiro, sitting with the one, the only, the very sexy Freddy Korea and the moderate James Michael. What the hell just happened? I don't know. I'm taking over this podcast. So, James, means. So James Michael, what do you do when you're not being James Michael, the redneck I'm magician? I'm mostly drinking at a bar. It's, sounds yeah. on brand. I know. Sounds on brand. Yeah. I'm on point. Keep all of this. It's gold. <laughs> Thank you, Spiro. <laughs> Thank you, Spiro. You guys can follow uh, Spiro. What is it? Spiro that show? Spiro in that show. Spiro in that show. Yeah, man. So how many podcasts have you ever done? This is uh, this will be my my second. Really? My second. Second yeah. one, huh? Yeah. I'm um, scared. Yeah. Should I be? I don't <laughs> nah. Know. Nah, you shouldn't. You should not be scared. Until all. I hear your question. I've had conversations with you where I'm like, man, why are we not recording this? I don't. Oh, I know. Right? We're in the green room and no one's allowed to hear that stuff. Yeah, that's I right. Know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, um, this is the end of an era for us. Um, you're leaving us, LA Comedy Club. Yes, sir. You're going to be uh, moving to Florida? Yes. Yeah. We're going to miss you, man. I'm going to miss you, too, man. Yeah. We had a lot of blood, sweat, and tears on that stage, man. Yeah. You know. You were there. Yeah. Oh, can you uh, point it a little bit more like, like yeah. Like, there we go. There we go. Hell, yeah. Now I'm working. See, I'm oh, not used to You know I wear a headset microphone on stage. I'm not used to this. Uh, I'm, I'm right, sorry, here. brother. Listen to the mic stand. All right. Here we go. My bad. No, you're good. Oh, you don't have to look at the camera. You just. All right. <laughs> I feel like Ricky Bobby. Put your hands down. All right, my bad. My bad. All right. <laughs> so, man, uh, you're leaving us. You're going to be going to Florida. Yes, sir. Uh, how long have you been doing comedy? You started in the... Uh, I, my, I started when I was young, about eight, learning the craft yeah. of magic. And then uh, I worked uh, different venues, but I, I finally made it in 1997 when I started my first cruise ship. Wow. That's when I was... That's when I was working. That's the only thing I did was that. So you started in the early 90s. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. And you're already doing a cruise ship. Yeah. And I was in 97. 20, yeah, I was young. Damn. Young. Very young. How old were you? Uh, I would think it was 21, 22, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I know. It was wild. That's the year you started. Like, you were 21, that, 22 when you started. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I started, uh, I was. I worked the Florida Fun Train when that was out. And what it did was it took um, passengers from Fort Lauderdale to Disney. Yeah. They stopped at Kissimmee, and I was doing magic on there. Mm. So I got to work a train. That's pretty bad. Uh, it was train. awesome. Yeah. Damn. I liked it. Yeah, That's cool. cool. And then um, I met somebody on the train. He goes, hey, you want to do ships? I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. And that's how I got that gig. Yeah. It, it's always with somebody that, like, will recommend you yep. or somebody. It finds you. It's and not like, what you know; it's who you know. Who you but know? But you never know when you're going to meet that person. Right. So you always be ready. Yeah. It's that thing that uh, people say: uh, luck, right? Good luck is when. Uh, what is it? Preparation meets opportunity, or True. opportunity meets preparation, whatever. Something right. Like that. But then they say people find their own luck. Oh yeah. Yeah. You go get your luck. Go get your luck. Yeah, you'll find it. But you have to be ready for it. Like when they say opportunity knocks. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you're ready to open the door. Yeah. Because that's it. How would somebody uh, find their luck? Luck. What What do you mean, like? Practice and mm-hmm. uh, inte- uh, integrity. Like just, I don't know. It's it's weird. Uh, like keep showing up, keep going yeah, out yeah, there, keep grinding it out, man. Yeah. You know, as a comic, it, yeah, yeah it, it's it, it's hard, but. If you're ready with the show or mm-hmm. with whatever you're doing, they'll come to you. You'll, they'll find you, and then you, that's your chance. My Don't apologies. Mess it up. I forgot to do something. All right. That's so I can match the audio with the. 
I have no idea how this works. All right, I'm getting schooled right now. I'm going to match the audio with the video so okay. our lips don't look like they're off. Oh, like we're doing a Chinese movie? Uh, yeah. yeah. That's cool. So what then, are you talking about? <laughs> I love that yeah, stuff, man. Yeah, so then when I'm editing, I'm going to find those three spikes. Okay. And I'm like, oh, there Piece it is. There's that, there's that sweet spot right well, there. Well, I just learned how to do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. So you said this is your second pocket. What was your first one again? The first one was Gooch, actually. No way. You did yeah. Gooch's? A comp, yeah. Rise the to a fan. first one we did. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. First one I did. I Jaws love his pockets. There. Oh, yeah. yeah Jaws yeah. was on there. Yeah. yeah. That was the first one I ever did. I did, I did his a couple times. He's done mine. And, uh, great comic. He's he's great. And he's a, he's a radio personality. Yeah. I know. Brandon Hahn. Yep. Awesome. And, uh. He's loved by everybody. Everybody loves Gooch. I know. I hate him. <laughs> Gooch. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that, so that was a while ago. When a you did long that time ago. In fact, it was, uh, I think I just started at LA when that happened. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And uh, when I first moved to Vegas from cruise ships, him and Jaws were the first ones I ever met doing uh, open micers yeah. around the city. Ah. And they were cool. They were yeah. always nice to me. Yeah. And it's funny that we all work at the same club. Yeah. And that yeah, was nice. When yeah. I came to Vegas in 2012, Jaws and Gooch were already here. Oh, cool. And they, you know, Gabe Nolasco, the whole community, oh, yeah, like, yeah, they yeah, all yeah, took yeah, me yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It, they, they were always awesome to me. Sure. Oh, you know, with open arms. I know. Took me in. See, comics are nice, man. Yeah. Except for a couple. But, you know, <laughs> no, everybody's, everybody's nice. That's what I love about comics instead of magicians, man. You guys always help each other up. Yeah. Instead of, like, well, crabs you, in the bucket and they pull you down. Magicians don't do that? No, not not really. No. No. I've only seen it with comedians, jugglers, definitely. The other dancers, they all do that. Jugglers are cool? Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's weird. Like, hey, man, juggle yeah. it like this. Try this. Yeah. But comics do that with other yeah. comics. They make, Give each other pointers. Yeah. You do that with me. You give I me do, advice. Yeah, I try to. You're a comic. Yeah, but the thing is about like guys like you, like you're like, uh, hey, have I got an, a line for you? Would you like to hear it? You're like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to hear it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah. I'm like, I can't say that. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> give that to Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> you ever think of a joke in somebody's voice? Like, like you think of a joke, but it wouldn't be in your voice, but it would be like, ah, uh, this would fit perfectly in yes. Jay's voice, you know? Right, right. That's how I write. Yeah. So when I'm doing, uh, when, when I'm writing stuff, um, I have to say it as I would do it on stage in character to see if it's funny to me. And it's weird. It, there's a buddy Jay right now. We were just talking about you, bro. What a, coinc- awesome. what a coincidence. How you doing, man? He'll do it. Good, baby. Good. How about y'all? Y'all having fun? Doing, Jay? Oh, man, you know me. I'll turn it on, man. I know, right? Too. Hell yeah. You I'm already lie. turning you guys on. The Puerto Rican Grizzly. <laughs> yeah, Puerto Rican Grizzly. I, he's been on the podcast before. Oh, cool. And the whole topic was uh, the CPAP machine because I was diagnosed with sleep apnea. All right. So we're going to do an updated episode. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, man. And what's that is I actually kept the fucking machine. I never turned it back in. So that, Did you? I'm in collections for like $1,500 for this shit. What? They made me pay for the whole thing. Yeah? Insurance covered most of it. Oh, man. Thank God the taxpayer covered mine because I'm on Medicare. You know what I'm saying? I'm buck all of that. My dumbass is still on inhalers. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, man. Y'all have fun. I'm just, you asked me to come over here. Man. <laughs> uh, speaking of inhalers, have you guys ever heard of this? This is called... Uh, boom Boom. Oh, I have heard yeah. it. It was on a uh, Shark Tank, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I did this see is, that. This episode is brought to you by Boom Boom. <laughs> what does the Boom Boom do to the room room? The Boom Boom room. So the way they presented it on Shark Tank, you saw it, right? Yeah, I did see it. Um, you, you just inhale it. 
and it's supposed to like wake you up. That's why it's called boom boom. I mean cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's, you're supposed it's, to pass it off to your friends. That's, what That's what they said in Shark Tank. It's like, oh, I've done a little boom boom, and oh it's funny. It's, the, the name is funny, right? Yeah. Boom boom. It is funny. It's clever, cleverly yeah. written. We'll try it. Fuck it. You just yeah. put it in your nose. Yeah, we're yeah, we're cool. Oh my god, I must be in a different family. So it's this is uh, fruit flavored, and it's not a drug, ladies and gentlemen. It's just like uh, mint. It's like yeah. mint. Famous last words. Mint. <laughs> you know, it's like a. You didn't like it? It's like basically like you just had a mint gummy. You just decided to yeah. stick it up your nose as opposed to like chew it. That's all. It, <laughs> he's yeah. talking to me, yeah. shaking his head. This is how COVID started, by the way. Yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> I'll just Thanks, smelling salts well, from Tell everybody where they can find you. And you're going to be on the podcast soon, too. Oh, man, look, man. You can find me at the uh, Puerto Rican Grizzly online. Uh, but also, give me the J, all one word, spelled out, J-A-Y. Uh, give me the J with just a J. Uh, somebody give me a J. I'm fucking going to no, get smoke. I'm, go see Krasner. I'll give, I'll give you a boom, boom. <laughs> But that's not a J, sir. You gave me fucking COVID with that thing. Stop. <laughs> See? <laughs> I hell you, bro. I just say no to drugs. You're good, bro. Thanks, bro. Yeah, send it Love to you. me. Hate your work. <laughs> hey, did you make me look skinny? All right. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's too soon, dude. Come on. <laughs> when, when you started um, working for the cruise, mm-hmm. how was, how was, what was the difference? Because you were working, let's say, on a train, different, different yeah. places, wherever you had an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So now you go on a cruise. I've always wondered, I've always been like, I don't know, like comedians that do cruises, I've always been like bike curious, like I look Bicurious. at, is that the word? Uh, you live vicariously through their Instagram? Vicariously. Vicarious. Vicarious means uh, you like do things. Uh, uh, oh shit, I'm vicarious yeah. everybody. <laughs> Bisexual, we'll edit that part. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is it? Vicarious? Vicariously. Vicariously. So I always live like, vicariously, like um, comics that live, you know, because it's so interesting. From what I've heard, mm-hmm. so let me tell you from what I know, and then you tell me if I'm wrong. You go there, you perform, you're not allowed to talk to the people in the cruise ship, so you just sit there in your room, and it's like you're grounded, but you're making really good money. Tell me. Yeah, the money is great. Yeah. But the other part is not true. You oh. actually want you, when I started, they want you uh-huh. to be with the passengers, uh. not be with them but hang out with them and stuff be with them like don't mingle like no, don't drink out. like if they're at the bar like hey what's up okay i saw your show they're gonna know you like when you go to the buffet they're gonna go oh that was a guy from last night ah uh, okay Let's, hey you might and then say come sit with me like, oh that kind of really yeah, they okay. want, they, they, that's what they want and you're so friendly well, you know they would probably like invite you to hey come over yeah, here sit with I'm like hey i'm by myself yeah i'll go sit with you guys yeah, absolutely that's cool um but when i worked on ships like we got a discount to drink and stuff so we'd all go upstairs and you could buy drinks for of passengers that came up to say, "Hey, we loved your show. Wow. Hey, what are you drinking? Yeah, I got you." And we sit and talk. Yeah, because there's nothing to do when you're at sea days, and so you're hanging out with people. That's great. Yeah, it's, it's really easy. Have you heard of that then? Because I, um, I've heard that some comics have said that that you, they're not allowed to talk. Is that something new? No, or, no. Or have not. you heard that at all? Or is it... not? Not since I've been on ships, and I, I finished ships eight years ago. Maybe they lied to me, so I don't try to be on a cruise. No, um, like discourage no, me. I think the cruise lines <laughs> want you to engage with yeah? the crowd. Uh, They're paying, and it's like it's like Vegas. Like yeah. you get the opportunity to hang out with a headliner. Right, that's cool. They love that. They'll remember that forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, hey, he was cool. I met this guy. He hung out with us. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no. that must be a great experience for them to take home too, right? Yeah. Like, oh man, we saw you last night. Hey, you mind if I hang out with you guys? Yeah, they love that stuff, man. Yeah, it's like here. It's like when we hang out after the shows. Yeah, and they come up, we just sit and chill. Yeah. 
So how, how, how many years did you do the cruise? Uh, 25 years. Total. 25 No, wait, years. let's see. 20. No, it was probably 22. 22. And then I moved here. I've been here eight years in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. So you came here to LA Comedy Club right after the cruises. No, I, uh, I first got my first residency at Circus Circus. Oh, yeah, okay. I auditioned. Uh, there was a some flyer or something to audition for Vince Neal from Motley Crue. Yeah, at Tatuado in Circus Circus, and I went to the audition. Yeah, I did uh, twenty five minutes. And uh, Vince came up, took a picture with me. I didn't know who he was. Yeah. He was wearing a ball cap. I had no idea who he was. And uh, I got hired the next day to, to work. I worked there two years. Two years, huh? Yep. How'd you meet Matt and Joaquin? Um, funny story. Well, it's not really funny. Um, I worked Treasure Island after that one. Yeah. And then I'm then I, I, I done with that one. And then uh, I met a, a manager that brought me and introduced me to Matt. Uh-huh. And uh, the guy's explaining my show to Matt. And uh, he goes, this is James Michael. He's the redneck magician. He goes, magician? And Matt goes, ooh. And I go, well, all right, I'll be heading home. That's a classic yeah, Matt right it's, there. It's exactly. But, uh, but, classic yeah, Matt. Yeah, he, it was funny. And he goes, you know what? We, they, had, they already had a 6 p.m. show here. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And he goes, we'll give you a shot. Um, I guess they had a day off. And I came in and did the 6. Yeah. Uh, one show, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And all after, by yourself. All by myself. And then after that show, uh, Matt goes, all right, we'll hold on to you. <laughs> That's exactly how that started. Yeah. So was your contract with Circus over, or did you? It was already done, yeah, because I'd already done there. and went somewhere else, and then I went here. Okay. And, but I wasn't expecting to get in here. You're a free agent-ish. But I had a, I had a manager at that time. Oh, okay. And he's the one who walked me in, because yeah. I didn't know Matt or Joaquin. Right. And when they met me, they go, yeah, we'll give him a shot. And yeah. that was it, man. They were nice to me after, well... Yeah. They, they were cool. Yeah, they were. They made fun of me really good. I'm like, I actually like these guys. They're cool. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. I know. I, know. I, I think Matt. Matt, he likes to bust people's balls. He does. So, so does Drew. Yeah. Oh yeah. Walking. They all do. They love that. Stuff. And if they wouldn't do that, it's because they don't like you. No, that's true. Right. That's absolutely true. Yeah. When uh, comments go, I don't know if Drew likes me. Does he make fun of you? No, he doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true, man. He made fun of a comic one time. Uh, just he, he'll, Drew will find the funniest thing. Yeah. Um, and he made fun of a comic the way he was wearing his keys or something. And that comic, oh, from what I, I heard, from what I heard, yeah. he didn't. Yeah, look yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, that means he likes you, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. not being mean. No. Yeah. And he's so quick with comebacks, too. Um, he needs to be on stage. Yeah, he does. Drew's so fucking funny. I know. He's clever. Um, Drew. Yeah, he's got some good gags, too. They all, yeah. They're all funny in their own right, man. For people watching uh, here at LA Comedy Club, Drew's brothers with Matt, who yeah. is part owner of LA Comedy Club. And Drew, he pretty much runs the club. He's a GM. And uh, he'll bust everybody's balls. Mm-hmm. Um Including the, mine. Yeah. The other, night. the other day at Joaquin's house. Joaquin's oh, yeah. the other uh, part owner here at the club. <laughs> and uh, I told Drew, I'm like, because he had a new haircut and it looked like a flat top. He's like, hey, Drew, I like your flat top. And I, I stuttered like that, just like I did right now, because I'm scared, right? <laughs> but I got to try to zing him. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I like your flat back. Wow. <laughs> and then everybody in the room just started laughing at me. I'm like, fuck, he got me. He staged your joke. Yeah, because I have no ass. <laughs> So I was like, I can help you. With he that. could, you can help me. <laughs> Squats. <laughs> Squats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, another thing is if for, for the people just listening to the audio, James Michael is a buff motherfucker. Okay. I'll put it probably, I'll probably put like, I'll use that as the, 
JPEG of oh, you without your shirt on. That's fine. That way they could see that. Yeah. And it's then promote it. It's the only fans. <laughs> no, it's not. I got way better stuff in there. Hell yeah. But um, so yeah, so you came you came in and you started working there and, and the rest is history. You've been here for eight years. Well six. Six? six okay, uh, six. Well, October 15th, six, six years. years. Eight years in Vegas since you eight got years done. In Vegas. Yep, yep. And we just said goodbye to you. Uh, your final show was about a two week or ago. two weeks ago. Yeah, Saturday. Uh wait, no, yeah, Saturday, I think was yeah. the last show, yeah. We all dressed up like here. I yeah. know they all dressed up like me. They were geniuses. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whose idea it was, but everybody said I can't believe where y'all found that country gear, man. Yeah. That's cool. They said let's dress up like that, cowboys. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you gave me a really nice black hat. All right. And yeah. like I yeah, you earned it. I wore I wore it that day in uh That's cool. Immediately, Joaquin, Drew, yeah. we're dressed like cowboys. No, they didn't call us cowboys. What they call us? I don't know the term for it. Narcos. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, that's it. I remember this show. Yeah. I'm like, damn it, just because we're Hispanic, we have to be narcos. You guys are all cartel? Cartels, yeah. We're all the cartel. That's actually fitting for you guys. <laughs> and then Matt had a tank top. Oh, yeah. With the trucker's he's hat. He's straight up hillbilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. like, you're not a cowboy. That was like, my trucker hat. It, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Sure was. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. so we all said bye to you, and uh, everybody was emotional. I know. Uh, Me especially. Yeah. yeah. I haven't cried Kool-Aid long cried time. the most. I know. Yeah, Kool-Aid was crying a lot. More, man. Yeah. 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 It's uh, when you guys started chanting... Thank you, cowboy. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let me just get the hell out of here so yeah. I can cry backstage. Yeah. And you guys were trying to break me on purpose. I was waiting for you to you break. Bastards. I, was I waiting. know you were. I know you guys were doing that on purpose. Yeah, dude. Mm. I thought you were going to break. Uh, I did, uh, but I did was you? walking out the curtain. You're such a pro, dude. <laughs> You're such a pro because you the just show fucking. must go on. Yeah. yeah. Even out here when people were breaking down, you were like keeping it, you know, trying right. to. It's like, there's no crying in comedy. Come on. <laughs> you guys are dicks. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah, it's weird, right? If you cry in comedy, it gets weird. It's like no, crying you'll, or, you'll or getting... you the crowd immediately like Or that. getting angry, right? Uh, well, depends on level of anger. If okay. If you turn the crowd, absolutely. Yeah. 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 If you get angry at yourself or it's part of a bit, that's fine. Yeah. You can't get too ser- You can't get serious in no, comedy. No. That's why I, I hate it when comics um, start uh, preaching. Oh, to yeah, the to yeah. the audience. Sure. Like they, at one point they reached that spot. This is our last place to, of truth, man. Yeah, it's just mm. a rant. Are yeah, it's just a rant. Now, as, and, as long as it's funny, you can rant all you want. Yeah, yeah. and it's gonna set it up just for sure. the. There's like, gonna be a twist at the of course, but right. And but the it's audience get, is like, I don't. What's going on here? Yeah, I don't know how to follow this. Yeah. And then they get you. That's great. Yeah, that's why guys do that. Your your show evolved. Um, it was all one man show. You brought Bobby Wayne Stotts, who's hilarious, into the show Good at one boy. point. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, eventually when we moved downstairs to uh, the new room, L.A. Comedy Club, in the casino floor of the Strat, um, you had uh, an opener, which is a mirror, which mm-hmm. is hilarious with a guitar. It, and then, like, you would come in, and, and you would bring him out, actually. Yep. And then you would come out through some more time. Yep. And then you bring another comic, like let's say Kool Aid or myself. Yeah, I was the best. I was the host of my own show. Exactly. Yeah. And then you would. It was such a cool dynamic. Like the people that you would put up there. Yep. It would all complement the show. Sure. Complement each other. You know what? And that was all Matt's idea. Oh really? Yeah. He goes, Hey, you ever thought about doing this? I go, I've never done it. You should take credit. Me? Nah, yeah. I can't because I, I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have done it otherwise. Unless yeah. he said, hey, okay. "Do you mind hosting this?" Yeah. I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Bring them out, middle, mm. close." Yeah. Go, okay, I've never done it before. I mean, I, granted, it we all we've all hosted. 
yeah. opened, featured, headlined. I've never done all three. Not all. No, this. no. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is weird. I'm but never headlined. I ended up making it work. Well, yeah, whatever. You could headline. I have closed shows. I'm yeah. not a headliner. Close show. Oh, is that the difference? <laughs> that, I, I say I cl- I'm closing this show. I'm not a headliner. Oh. <laughs> if I was a headliner, I'd be full time. You, know, right. you know what I mean? Right. I got my day gig. You know. That's funny. I want to go back to feature. It's a cush slot. Twenty minutes. Bunk, That's the sweet spot. I know. That's the sweet. I always hear like I hear headliners too saying like the the feature. That's a sweet spot. You can yeah. say whatever you want. Yeah. And then you're done. You can when, go sell your shirts. When I say I'm retiring, I'm retiring to feature. I'm, I'm getting rid of headliner. Ah, okay. I just want to be a feature or an opener. Why are you leaving I, us though? Well, I, I just I just want to go further south where the the water is warm and the drinks are cold and I don't know the names of the comics. <laughs> so, ooh, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, can you say kind of where you're going to go? What part of Florida? Or? Key West. Key West. Okay. Mm-hmm. Key West. I used to live there. That's the Florida's Keys. The Florida Keys. The lowest it? part of the United States. Really? Yeah. It's like 90 miles from Cuba. Wow. Yeah, Cuba's badass. Yeah, yeah. You ever been there? No, my dad's from there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one day. One day you I'll just took a trip to Mexico. Mexico City. Oh, I've been yeah. there once, only on flights. Yeah. So, and I flew back out to another ship, but yeah. I love Mexico City. It's beautiful. It's, ah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Hey, well, let me ask you a question. Yeah, this yeah. is my thing. <laughs> what was it like doing stand up in Mexico? It was amazing. Did, did you do um, in Spanish? Yeah. Would I died there? No. Oh, they speak. They speak. Uh, well, I did two shows in one night. Okay. Different locations. Um, there's a very funny comic. His name is Martin Leon. Uh huh. He's Mexican. Uh huh. And he runs most of the English comedy scene. Oh, cool. Not a big scene, but it's a nice, very solid scene. Sir. Sure. And uh, because there's a lot of expats. You would be great there. You should I, just go there. I, I'd be afraid of doing, man. <laughs> My redneck, yeah. Oh, no. That, most of the comics, too. It's funny. You know how I'm part Jewish. Um, I've never seen so many Mexican Jews. Most of the comics there were Mexican Jews. No kidding. Yeah. I don't know. If I, you're the only one I know. Yeah, uh, I know. I'm the only one I know here, too. <laughs> so it's like um, Martin. Okay. I think he's a Jew. Um there was uh, three other comics right. that they do stand up in Spanish, and they were trying it out for like the fourth, fifth time in English. So they were Ooh. new in English, and they did great. It was cool, um, and it was this little coffee shop. And at first, it was empty. I'm like, oh shit, there's nobody here. there. No one's gonna be here. But as soon as the show was about to start, everybody was punctual. Cool. People showed up. They knew because that's their entertainment. It's not like Vegas. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. We're fashionably late. Yes. Yeah, I know. No, but they were there because that's their entertainment. They're expats. They don't have a lot of entertainment out there. Right. Entertainment in English? Fuck sure. yeah. He runs shows at a barbecue place. He has an open mic, and it's all in English. So what's cool is that. Coming from Vegas, yeah, um, there was people from uh, Pennsylvania, uh, um, Chicago, no kidding, Texas in the oh, audience. Whoa, it's like it a was America. A, yeah, it was a packed little room. I'm like, oh, this is like LA Comedy Club. Everybody yeah. is from somewhere else. That's cool, right? So it was cool. So I had a blast. Where are my Americans at? Yeah, oh, awesome. <laughs> I'll just talk to you guys. Yeah, there was this comic from Philly. Um, she was she was uh, Jewish also. Okay. And she was telling me that she was out there with her wife uh, for about six months, and cool. this was her last weekend. So, but she's been going to the mics, and you know they're there for work because there's a lot of people working from home. Sure. So a bunch of Americans moved over there working from home and oh, yeah, making dollars, sure. living in Mexico. Hell yeah. How many mics are there? Are there a lot? Like here? Like Vegas? Not a lot. Okay. No, it's not a lot. It's probably like about your LA. one or two a week. All right. And it's all in this little scene that there is. Got you. Coffee shops. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, strong yeah. scene. It's okay. pretty cool. So anyway, I did that. 
and then from there we took an Uber right away so we can make it to the this comedy club. And my friend Sam Butler, mm-hmm. he had me do five minutes. I wanted to do three in Spanish. Okay. Uh, the booker, when I showed up, he's like, hey, we're going to try to get you to do seven. Can you do seven? I'm like, ah, I'll try. In Spanish? In Spanish. Because uh. I'm translating my jokes. Sure. Um, I ended up doing 14. <laughs> Dude, of course you did, man. That's, that's, that's my question. Like, um, when you, when you, because I only know you speaking English. Yeah. When you're doing jokes in English, do they transfer into Spanish? You have to rewrite it to fit. Uh, puns? Speech is different. Or, yeah. Puns don't. Puns don't work. Don't, okay. They don't work. Okay. So that was tough. Right. Because there's some puns in my jokes or some parts like where I say um, my girl's always cocktail blocking. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't. It they was hard. No. Do they have the same term? In, in um, so the way I said it is uh, blocking is bloqueador. Okay. I said siempre estás bloqueando mis cocteles. They kind of laughed, but that wasn't the part they laughed. They laughed in the act outs and stuff like that. And sure. And there was some punchline that they actually, I kind of surprisingly, I got an applause break making fun of Salvadorans. Oh, I wow. think Mexicans are racist. <laughs> he said it. Because <laughs> I talk about Lizzie, Lizzie Salvador. Sure. And I talked about how uh, uh, I say, is there any Salvadorans here? And they were saying no, and I'm like, yeah, of course not. They're just, you know, they, if they come to Mexico, they're just on their way to America. They're not going to stop for long. And that's funny. And uh, thank you, Biden. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Joe Biden. <laughs> um, come on, man. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was cool, man. It was such a cra- crazy night. That's cool. I would have loved to gone, man. This was yeah. a story. Yeah, yeah. And then we were there for eight days. Okay. So this happened like on the seventh day. I had a week's worth of training of, of my Spanish because my Spanish, the only person I talk in Spanish to is my mom. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Every once in a while, some somebody else, I'll hear somebody that needs a translator, I'll help out. Um, I've only heard like you and Drew speak, like, but not like yeah. s- like sentences. You like you say something in Spanish. Drew will say some stuff. Yeah, because you're yeah. talking about me bad in Spanish. Of I course. It. I get yeah. it. It's yeah. a gringo. That's oh, what you do. Dude. Like, why do you call me baboso? <laughs> What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> All right, whatever. It means very, like, uh, intelligent magician. Oh, you guys are nice. Yeah, Thank dude. You. Of course. Thank you. Dude, and borracho, someone, what's that mean? Borracho, me that borracho means uh, a fine wine taster. Oh, Somebody that tastes. I don't drink wine, but <laughs> it's my house wine. <laughs> dude, uh, my Uber driver called me a gringo. A gringo? Yeah. I'm like, it's almost disrespectful, man. I kind of got happy. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm white now. <laughs> <laughs> now you get that student loan. <laughs> yeah. No, but I found out anybody from north of the border is a gringo. Oh, for real? Yeah. The, and that's in Mexico, if you're from the United States, you're a gringo. Yeah, we don't do that in America. No, no, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> so it's like here, I'm a beaner. Over there, I'm a gringo. So I don't well, know. Okay, let me take that back. Because yes, they do. Like they'll call me a redneck or a hillbilly because mm-hmm. I'm from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's kind of the same. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, but we all speak the same language. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I but was they, born they, here. You know, they spot you right away. Sure. As soon as they know that, even though I'm speaking Spanish, they know this guy's not from around here. Is it the dialect or like my accent? Okay, the accent. They could tell I have. They could tell I have like a Chicano or. A Pocho. Sure. Pocho is like somebody that's born in the United States. Right. You know, from Mexican parents. Sure. 
and uh, yeah, they could tell. Dude, I was uh, I was in Paris once with a buddy of mine who was from Quebec, Canada. Yeah. And we went to the Eiffel Tower to get tickets, and I walked up to the lady, and she spoke to me in French. Yeah. And I said, I just need one ticket to go up, and I was speaking English. Yeah. And she answered me in Spanish. I put my money down. She exchanged it. I took my ticket left. My friend who speaks perfect French yeah. spoke to her in French. She answered him in English. And I'm like, oh, I hate you. Oh. Dude, that's so mean. But it's like she she hated both of us. Yeah. Because apparently like if you're French-Canadian, uh-huh. they don't like your dialect either. I'm no. Like, Dude. No. Oh, you're mean. It, 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 you end up finding out that humans all over the place are just the same. Yeah. Right? Everywhere you go. Sure. It's, there's going to be some kind of discrimination towards but you if know. you made it funny, I could deal with it. Yeah. If you look at me as a wink or something, yeah, yeah. all right, touche, you got me. You yeah, got me, you yeah. Got me. But they don't do that. I'm like, no. okay, that could be the French thing. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, it could be. <laughs> it could be. It could be. They don't like us. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Right. that's usually the reputation, right? I like, know. Well, oh, that's American. I guess, with a stereotype. Yeah. But I always have fun with anybody. Like, every country I ever went to, I always try to adopt their accent. Yeah. I still look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I went to Mexico City, I'd be trying to speak Spanish. And they're like, just talk to me in English. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So, let me ask you, um, before we wrap up, because yeah. it looks like the show's going to, um, and I'm sorry, Carry. Look good. how fast it passed by. We're, we've been recording for about 28. That's because we've been friends forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, um, on the on the ship. Yeah. Just because you know I'm by curious. Yeah. What is it again? By vibration. Bi- no. Vibration. No. I, now I can't think. By of curiosity. It. No, it's um. By curious. By by. Colonialist. Colonialist. By sexual. Could be either one. Okay. Of those. Well, I'll think of it after the podcast. I know, dude. You said it earlier. Vicariously. Too. Vicariously. I live vicariously through you. So since I'm vicariously, I'm vicarious. Mm. I want to ask you because I want to kind of dive in. Um, so when you were on the boat, yep. on, on the ship, uh, did you have any? Were you? Did you have a girlfriend? Uh, were you single? Um, I when I first got to ships, I had a girlfriend, but we ended up splitting up only because I, I moved away from long where distance. I was. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the next woman I met, uh, was on a cruise ship mm-hmm. in 90, 99, I think. And I ended up marrying her later in life. Okay. And then she got to the point where she didn't want to do ships anymore. I said, yeah. I get it. So I got a place in Memphis, Tennessee, close yeah. to my house in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to ships and then she couldn't handle the distance. Mm. And I'm like, I, I have to work to yeah. pay for this. Yeah. I'm like, ah, yeah. and I get it. It's okay. So yeah. that's what that happened. That happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It happens, right? Yeah, um, it does. And I get it. Yeah. It happens. Home. It happens with comics that go on the road too. Right. right? Oh, well, of course it is. Right. I'll be gone for a week or two weeks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. What kind of show were you doing? Was it a one man show like you did here? Where? Uh, on, on the ship. No. Oh my God. No. Uh, we, th- it varied uh, through the years. When I when I left ships, mm-hmm. um, I was doing fourteen shows in seven days. Yeah, that's a lot of shows. Yeah, but is. it was midweek to midweek, so I was doing the back end of one cruise and uh-huh. the start of another cruise. So I do three, three, two, two, three, three, yeah. or like that. It, it, it wasn't bad because we only thirty minutes mm. uh, for each of the three shows, and then fifteen for the two. It's yeah. not a big deal, and you could still do the same material. You had to have two different thirties and then two different fifteens, which that's I mean that's a decent amount of time. But any headline can handle that. I mean, so you know how you say you connected with some people and all that. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a dark question. Okay. Um, did you ever connect with somebody that they threw themselves off the boat? Um, not that I know of. Okay. And the only one time I was acquitted, but I did help push. <laughs> 
So, and you know what? I'm a giver. <laughs> no, I've heard many stories yeah. about that. Yeah. See, this is, you're funny, dude. You always, nah. you always downplay yourself. I know. That's nah, all right. It's so funny. <laughs> but yeah. You're quick on it. Cruise ships were cool, but yeah. um, like I told Matt, like I have a t-shirt from the LA Comedy Club, and on the back it says, alumni, mm. class of 2022. Yeah. And I told Matt, I said, this is where you go to college uh, to learn. And all you guys are my professors. Mm, no, that's when no. you get good. Yes, I I'm learn a from student, everybody bro. on stage. No, I'm a student. And that's the thing. That, and somebody told me years ago when I was younger, they go, if you want to be good at any job you want, surround yourself with people who are better at it than you are. Mm-hmm. You will get good. That's why I come here. I know. But that's why I do too. And I'm. Yeah. And Matt used to put me up with killers like yeah. Tricks, Quindale, uh, Rocky Dale Davis. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you do that? And he goes, well, yeah. if you can't follow these guys, you shouldn't be headlining. Yeah. And I go, touche. Yeah. And, it's and only going to make you doing? stronger. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I like to work with people better than me. Right. Even though if I'm going to eat it, I'm like, I don't want to do yeah. that. Yeah. But I've, I've done shows on um That's why I clubs. like following Spiro. Oh, those guys are killers. Spiro. They're He's killers. tough to follow. I know. Yeah. But, but that's good for you. Yeah, yeah it's good for now me. Now I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Do the best you can to, to make it make it through. Yeah. So yeah. I love that stuff, man. I always did. <laughs> so... Let's say out of like, did you ever have a show where you couldn't follow it? And then, you know, because there's shows that it tanks sometimes. Sure. Many times. Yeah. Um, I was doing a club once and uh, the feature was so much better than me. Uh-huh. So uh, I went to the club owner and said, listen, um, let's switch. Let's do, do me a favor and switch us. Yeah, yeah. Give him my money. I'll take his money okay. just for the integrity of the show. Right. Because it will be better. Yeah. And I've always been about the integrity. I don't, That's cool. I'm, I don't have the ego for that. I yeah. just want to be good enough. Yeah. To set somebody else up. Yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you always do the same thing, man. I'm, you read everything. You got to be realistic, right? Yeah. You got to be realistic. Like, um, for a long time, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be featuring, for example, I, until I was ready. Right. People I started at the same time as me have way passed me. A lot of people. But it I have, I have, and I, and I don't, like, good for them. Mm-hmm. I don't have a chip on my shoulder. I'm like, fuck yeah. They passed me because they're working harder than me. Yeah. I'm getting to a point where I'm like, I'm feeling it. I'm getting that itch yeah. to feature, you know? And um, But I've always been very like, I got to keep my, my feet on the ground, you know? Yeah. I can't be like thinking that I'm more than I'm not. Stay in your lane. Stay in my lane. Yeah. But I wouldn't even say they're better than you. It's just, they're or they're working harder than you. Harder, they're it's doing just, they better stuff. They might be in the right place at the right time for that. Yeah. And You'll get your slot. They go on the road and they have great opportunities and sure. they're headlining. Jocelyn is one of them. Oh, yeah. Jocelyn oh, started like a year still, yeah. after me. She's a killer, man. I know. Crusher. Jo- yep. Jocelyn is a murderer. I don't want to follow her. People have a <laughs> tough time following her. I know. That's a that's almost like a good problem. It is. Because she's so good. Yeah. You know? If you're headlining, dude, yeah. yeah. It's on you now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have some a lot of my peers there. I'm like, these guys, we started around the same time, maybe a year off from each other, but they're ways, you know, I'm a late bloomer. Yeah. So it's like now I'm getting that when did feeling. You start? Back in 2011. How old were you? I was 28. That's eh, a good age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm 11 years into it. Oh, that's good, man. So I'm like 
in yeah. fifth grade right now. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember what Seinfeld said? Yeah. He goes, yeah. When he goes, uh, how old you are on stage? How old you are mentally as a comic? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like five years you're a kindergarten. You're, oh yeah, you're a baby. Yeah. yeah. So right now I'm in fifth grade because I flunked. I, yeah, should, I should be in funny. sixth. Yeah. I'm spell you. <laughs> that's funny. It was the but pandemic. But he's yeah. right. Yeah. I never thought about him. Like, oh man, he's right. I love Seinfeld. And then when, when I started on ships, I was working with guys in their sixties. Yeah. I was the youngest entertainer by at least twenty years when yeah. I started. And that they all taught me. They're like, "Hey, listen, you're green." Yeah. And, and but these guys were all vaudeville performers. I'm like, "Oh right. wow, yeah, yeah." So that's how I moved into prop act. Yeah, yeah. I watched these guys, you know, and it was cool. Yeah. I learned. I learned from everybody. That, that's how you have to do. So, so your your um, your act is pretty much a combination of magic and comedy. props, mm-hmm. comedy. Yep. Psych gags, stuff like that. Yeah. Sure. Um, have you ever met Carrot Top? I met him one time. Yeah. Um, sweetest dude I ever met. Right. I heard he's um, really But it's nice. funny because I was at a college when mm. I was, uh, I was still, I went to Ohio State and I saw him perform at another college. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw him, I said, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And uh, I went to an open mic at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. I did a set. And the worst thing that happened to me was I did good enough to think I could, I was good. Yeah. So I dropped out of school oh. and I tried to pursue that. And I, yeah. and after that, for the, the next year, I sucked. <laughs> I could not chase that one time. Yeah. And I kept doing it. And yeah. eventually I got to the point where, all right, I'm almost there. And that's how, that's how I started my career is from watching him. I was talking to Lizzie on her podcast recently, um, Felipe Sparza. I don't uh-huh. know if you heard of him, but yep. uh, he told me on my podcast, he said, comedians sometimes have to have some kind of delusion. The guy be a little delusional. Yeah, I was through. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what happened right there, right? What's that? Yeah. That yeah, first absolutely. year, like mm-hmm. you're like, oh fuck my job or fuck college or yep. whatever. And I can do know. this. Yeah. And then you get there and you're like, I can't do it. Yeah. And then you and it's almost like we're sadists. Like we keep chasing the pain of dying on yeah, stage. Yeah. And then you go home and you can't sleep because you're yeah. thinking about, oh, I still do that. I mean, I'll I'll literally do a show on stage, leave, and go home and pick it apart. I'm like, why are you doing this, man? Yeah. Fine. You did fine. Yeah. I, but my brain doesn't say that to me. No. We, we uh, like to torture ourselves. Like the, we're like the saddest human beings yeah. alive. Yeah, it's true. Ugh. Like, we get pleasure out of making people laugh, but no one entertains us. Yeah. I'm like, uh, all right. I'll be happy for about 20 minutes. Yeah, me too. If that. And then I start drinking. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Then, then I listen to him like, ah, oh, I forgot to say this. Fuck. Oh, I know, dude. Yeah. yeah. That's. Uh, do you like watching yourself on tape? No. Yeah, me either. I can't I hate, do it. I hate listening to myself too. I record every single that set. Part two. Yeah. I, however, I rec- I record every single set, and you know the the good ones. Yeah. Obviously, I lube up, jerk off to it. Ah, <laughs> my man. Right. Touche. <laughs> but um, the bad ones are the ones that really they're there for a reason. Those are the only ones I would watch. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. How should you have handled that? Mm, so gross. What? I've been heckled and stuff. Like, yeah. Oh, I should have said. When this. I lose it, if yeah. I get, I, you oh, know, yeah, I've, you know. I've, I've learned. Sure. I've I've been learning. I'm not there by far, but I, I've been learning a lot how to have fun with yeah. hecklers. Right. You know, um, there's this guy named Big J Okerson. I just went to see him two nights ago. At Wise Guys. Okay. And he's one of the greatest at crowd work. He's like Butch. Butch is great. Oh, Butch is killer. Butch doesn't let nothing yeah. get to him. That's why I don't do crowd work. Yeah. When yeah. you watch him, I quit. Yeah. I was like, I quit. I'm not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stick to my act. Uh-huh. Yeah. Material. <laughs> um, Big J. Okerson, he got heckled. It was a rowdy crowd. Okay. This lady yells out, makes fun of him for drinking a White Claw. He's like, what is that in your hand? A White Claw? 
immediately. He's like, I'm just a young girl trying to have fun. Wow. All right. And then he kept going and didn't even say, why are you yelling? He just kept going. He talks to the crowd. People yell over here. Like, I'll come back to you. Like, and it's so smooth. It was like watching uh, Neo in the Matrix. Oh, yeah. Watching all the punches. Yeah. He's seeing all of them. And I'm like, damn. So that's like, I've been learning how to just get along with somebody that's rowdy. Sure. You know, they're not always trying to be a dick. Yeah. So it's like, you but try what to. What I like about you on stage, you're fast at the points you need to be. Oh, thanks. Because uh, my dad told me once, uh, you can't hit a moving target. Mm. So if you if you keep moving on stage, motion creates mm, emotion. That's good. And you're talking, so like, there's no place to heckle you because there's no line. There's no line. To I almost you. saw that little fly going in your mouth right now. I did. Did you I see was, it? I was looking for it. My yeah. bad. It's a little buzz. You didn't see it? I did. I oh, did you did. My, uh, <laughs> yeah. We're friends now. We're yeah, um, for Peta. But you, but that that's really good. What you just said. Mm. Um, you can't hit a moving target. No, that's why Keep you're talking. you're quick. Yeah, but then you see people like Quindale who who do the Olympic uh, pauses. They're geniusly set up, and no one heckles. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, there's two different styles of comedy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. You keep him entertained. Yeah. And, and he, they, he keeps him at, you know, okay, what's coming up? Because he already, the first 30 seconds, he already proves himself. Yep, done. That he's great. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Be a comic in the first yeah. 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. You're done. Set him up. All right. Yeah. All right, he's good. Yeah. I'll and follow then, him. And then they're like, okay, we're on, we're going to go yeah. along on this ride. They'll follow you. Yeah. Yeah. And be likable. Mm-hmm. Be likable. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing I had to learn, you know? Smile. Yeah. Smile a lot and, and uh, you know, play the audience. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, Rocky Dale Davis taught me all that about dealing with uh, males and females, like they're, they're couples. Because he goes, listen, you got to play him, make him like you first, and then uh, you can mess with him yeah. or something. Otherwise, you get punched in the face. That happens. That, that never happened to me, knock on wood. That happened oh to Rocky God. in my show. I know. I, at your show? <laughs> that was my show. Oh, I heard the story, man. It's legendary. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude. So he learned. And he told it to one. me, too. And so when I used to go watch Rocky, I'd go, let me see how he handles the crowd. And I go, Okay, I get it a little bit. He's great, man. Yeah. Um, and this is what's so great about Rocky. Anything that, tr- like tragedy that happens to him, he turns into a bit. He yeah. turned that into a bit. No. Well, and it's fucking great. Comedy is tragedy plus time. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. And that's when you feed off your own pain. Mm-hmm. Brent Ernst does that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's great, too. Oh, he's a killer. Yeah. yeah. He could turn some dark shit. Like, he's not a crowd worker. Like, he... he no. He won't... He's a genius when it comes to that because no one really heckles because he doesn't ask anything. No, he just states. Yeah, this is this is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's I, something I learned from Skills. Remember Skills? Oh yeah, he's good. He told me one time, he's really? like, "Hey Freddie, listen back to your set. You're asking a lot of questions. Right. I say if you're gonna ask a question, let it lead into a joke. Right. So if you're just asking a question just to ask and there's nothing there. Right. You're killing your own time. Sure. Brent taught me that too. Mm-hmm. He's like, just say, so I'm at Starbucks or whatever. Like, don't, hey, you all been to a Starbucks? You don't need to say that. Just say, I was here. You guys seen this movie? Your, yeah. You're going to do about no. the joke about it anyway. So I'm at Top Gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just say it that way. That yeah. way no one can say anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's when you get them to, when you ask questions, they're going to answer. Yeah. So. What kind of advice would you give uh, someone that's barely getting into uh, comedy, magic, and, and just entertainment in general, like uh, in our field? I would say the best advice I could give you is uh, just keep getting up. 
mm-hmm. any chance to get on stage. I don't care if it's a poetry thing yeah. or a coffee shop. Get your butt on stage. Okay. And then go to regular shows and watch and learn from pro comics yeah. how they work. Not to not to, to get writing material. Just look at how they are on stage. Watch the pro. Because stage presence and timing and segues is everything yeah. in this job. And I've seen guys that don't have the best material, but they make it funny because their facial expressions mm-hmm. or the way they segue to a bit yeah. or the way Quinn looks at the crowd to get approval. Like, that stuff's <laughs> genius like, to me. Quinn goes like And that. I learn from every... I learn every day from everybody I watch. I go, even 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 open micers that suck. I go, I, okay, I wouldn't have done that. But I understand where they were doing going into that bit. I'm like, mm, I would have changed this. Yeah. But I learned from that by watching them. And that's how you learn. You have to learn from mistakes. Quinn does this thing where... He'll say a joke and then he'll grab his beer and be like, "Yeah, that that stuff's smart. Yeah, subtlety. Yeah, so funny." But there's a lot of like, uh, I don't know how many comics watch your show or your podcast. A lot. Um, I'm starting back up, so all right, probably one. Okay, one is cool. <laughs> my, no, no, a lot, a lot of comics. Actually. My best tip that I ever ever came up with is, uh, I used to walk on stage with a red solo cup. Okay. And what I would do is I'd write the material, the jokes on the inside of my cup. Did I tell you that? You showed me that. Yeah. Because I would fuck up names. You, me too. Me too. But you, that was go, the greatest. Cheers. And you look at the name or the joke. Yeah. You got it covered. No one knows you're reading shit. I have some of the most like epic. Fails when it comes to introducing. <laughs> oh, when you lose your brain, go. What? Where was I? Yeah, I've I've brought up friends and I they're dear friends. Sure. And I say that they're my friends, on, and then I forget. <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> what's even better is if you pull a piece of paper out, and he has his name. And you, yeah. Hey, I love this guy. And then you read it off the paper. I've done that. I've done it too because uh, <laughs> it's funny if you know you know them. Yeah, and yeah. They don't know you're doing the bit. Yeah, that's yeah, funny to me. I did that with my yeah, friend I Sammy. A lot of stuff. One of my best friends, Sammy Solorio. Oh um, my God. I brought him up in front of his family. Uh-huh. Most of his family was in the crowd recently in Reno. And I'm like, this guy, I've known him from a long time ago. We grew up in church together. Uh, we started comedy and then give it up for it. And then I'm like, yeah, no, it's great. You know, it's stock. It's stock. It's a stock bit, but whatever. It's, it's, yeah. They still laugh. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. It's funny's always funny. Funny's funny. Funny's funny. It's not like it's a bit that no. it's like, hey, you stole that from me. You know? yeah. Well, uh, whoever wrote that originally probably is dead now. So yeah, that's good. true. It's yeah. like the guy that said, uh, hey, I don't go to your job and knock the dick out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or whoever wrote, hey, good evening. Like, who wrote that? I haven't heard the dick out of your mouth. I was well, going to say, that? That, I, was gonna say that, I, don't, I don't slap the patties out of your oh, You can have spatula. that. I wrote that. Uh, okay. Back <laughs> in the 1970s. I don't know. That wasn't I'm not, me. I'll knock that dick out of your mouth. But, like, on stage, like, I have beers. And yeah. that's how I used to time my show, how many minutes I have left. Right. Okay. Like, when I pause. Ah, I learned that from George Burns. That's great. Who smoked cigars on stage. This is and, great advice, guys. And he used to uh, time his, because uh, they said he was too fast. So he would do the setup. And then hit the punch on the cigar thing. And I'm like, that's Burns. how I do this. So when yeah. I take a swig, I'm thinking, am I all right? Yeah. My bit. It's kind of like. It's like you pause. You're like, yeah. So you that's pretty cool. I, I didn't know you did that like with your drink. Like, oh, my beers are timed in my show. Yep. That's cool. So when I go, my show's almost over, I'm not lying. Ah. That's how I know exactly where I was when yeah. I finished. Yeah. I'm like, all right, the show was exactly 40 minutes. That's cool, man. <laughs> that's really cool. I know, it's silly. It takes time um, for that, though. There was this one comic. I still, I'll still fuck up his name, but I don't know. Were you there? Have you been there for my fuck ups? When uh, I fuck up someone's name? Uh, 
I probably was, but I can't remember when you. Did and I just it. fuck up names sometimes. I fuck up the order. Um, there's been times where the show order. Yeah, like okay. uh, I saw tricks. I'm like, well, no one's gonna follow tricks, so tricks is the headliner. Oh, and he's opening. And I fucked up. Yeah, yeah. and then they start laughing, and I'm like, fuck. And then I have to bring tricks, and it's like everybody's just laughing. The headliners laughing, they're all laughing, and it's all fun and games. Well, the thing is, the no pros, one gets mad. The pros, they, yeah. they get it. Yeah, they don't care. They know they're good. They know you didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, and even if you did do it on purpose, that's even more funny. Who could follow tricks? I don't know. Tricks is a fucking beast. He is, but that's the thing about this club, man. Like, I don't know. Did you ever know about their logo, like this with the two mics? Do you know what that means in the wings? Uh, Joaquin told me, but yeah, can you he tell? told me too. Yeah, the two mics mean every time somebody's on stage at the LA Comedy Club, there's two headliners. Mm. That's why there's two mics. And the mm. wings, you guys get to fly free. Say whatever you want, whenever you want. We trust you. That's beautiful. That's what I was told. And I'm like, that's and genius. But now we need three mics because sometimes they put three headliners out. <laughs> and the, like when Tricks went up as a host, I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. I'm not following him. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got some of the guys that it's like they, they leave the ego at the door. You, they, they all do, but they're all pros. They know better. Ron Jossel will headline, yeah, yeah. feature, guest. I don't spot. care either. Yeah. Yeah. When we, I'd rather do, I'd rather open. You go, tight right. ten, badass. Yeah. I go yeah. back to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> you like that too? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, dude. As soon as I'm, get me off. Yeah. I, like I don't drink before my set, but as soon as I'm done, I'm like, all right, let's do a shot, Drew. No shit. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. Well, let me get one too. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, it's very clever That's pretty how they cool. designed it. Yeah. On, on the. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna have to pop in the logo right here because it's not showing all of it. But um, then the LA part. What I remember is that they told me is that they real they were gonna bring talent from LA to okay. Las Vegas because that's kind of like what Mitzi Shore did back in the day. The comedy store when she started the comedy store at the Sands or the Dunes, she was like preparing comics to send them to Vegas. Sure. Okay. Vegas was going to be the spot where, you sure. know, you, you know, like Richard Pryor, she discovered oh, Richard yeah. Pryor and, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of comics, you name them. Sure. Jay Leno, you know. Sure. Robin See, Williams. when I first saw LA, I thought it was Louisiana. I'm from Mississippi. I'm like, I'm going to come to this place. Yeah. They're all Southern. It's, yeah. it's, it could be. Have you seen on TV, on Vice TV, the dark side of comedy? No. You need to watch that. Dude. Okay. Oh my God. It's a documentary? It's a documentary, but it's all about comics that derailed. Like, uh, I just saw um, Dustin Diamond, mm -hmm. Richard Pryor, um, uh, let's see, uh, 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 who was the guy from, uh, from uh, uh, Black Sheep? Oh, Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Dice. And uh, there was one other one. Oh, uh, Artie Lang. Okay. I'm, oh, my God. It, it, it's, it's actually scared of crap. And when I'm watching them, I go, oh, my God, these guys really went through it. Yeah. But they all started way before we did. Yeah. And they made it to the top. Yeah. And went down. Like, yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, that's great education for comics, man. Yeah. They don't Some do of this. them stayed down. I know. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard of, um, so far what I've heard from Artie Lang is that he's been sober for a while now. Yeah, yeah. He's sober now. Yeah. He's doing great. Um, but it was a, he's outlived a lot of people yeah. that people thought, hey, Artie Lang's going to go for his life. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah that guy is a fucking yeah. uh, hilarious person that's like, we're lucky to have him. Know. You know, him, Dice, and all that. It's like, well, it's just, it, it's crazy. Like like Greg Giraldo, for example. That was oh, yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. And, Great you know, roaster. God, he's Yeah, good. and passed away from... Um, I don't know. I think it was a combination of pills and sure. partying and all that. But, but it's that's like, my point exactly. Fuck. People think that comics are always happy. Yeah. They're not. Nah. They're dark. I mean, it's not, we're not dark. It's just, yeah. it's, it's, sometimes it hurts. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. you're making people laugh for a living and then you go right. home by yourself. Yeah. Dude, it sucks. That's why I don't like to tell people at work that I do comedy. A lot of them know already, but it's like, they expect me to be this jolly, popping, sure. hopping up, up and down, making jokes. I'm like, 
That, we don't do that. I'm not on all the time. Nah. I, well, when they go, you do comics, <laughs> tell me a joke. I'm off duty. Yeah. You don't go up to a lawyer and go, hey, you want to hear a lie? Right. You don't do that. I'm not even on on stage. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I wish, uh, that's another thing. When you go on stage, you got to turn it on. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. And it's weird because I've been back there going, oh, my God. And you hear your name. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, then, yeah. The friends that have seen me, they're like, dude, you were somebody else on. Who, who was that? Who was that on stage? You didn't have the guy from work. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're, we're just actors playing the position of a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just acting. Them. Yeah. I mean, we're just acting. Yeah. But it's, I'm an imposter. By it. Yeah. Yeah. So Don't you, ever, you ever feel like an imposter? Uh, sometimes it, it's, uh, you, you shouldn't because you've been doing it for a long time. I have. But when you go, when you go through the motions on stage, right. like another comic told me once, he goes, the day that you go on stage, you're not afraid mm-hmm. is the day you should quit. Because you don't care about this anymore. Because mm. I'm nervous. Every I get those, but everybody does. But when you hear your name again, you do the first thirty seconds. You're like, okay, yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. But that, that, I need that fear. Yeah. Like uh, Talladega Nights. Keep the fear. That's good advice for up and coming. Yeah. I think that's one of the best advice parts right there you too. You always have to be afraid. Oh, if you fear, yeah, you feel the fear. Embrace it. You're Done. full of knowledge, man. Mm. Uh, this is why I've always wanted to talk to you. Oh, thank you, brother. There's so much things that you could share with people, and uh, I wanted to do this for a long time. So now that I'm coming back to podcasting okay. with video, I wanted you to be the first live person. Cool. So thank you so much, man. Um, oh, I know they're wrapping up right I here. I love you, brother. Yeah, bro. Uh, it's such an honor to work with you on stage. Hell yeah. That's the coolest thing about friends. Oh, look who it is. This guy right here is one of the funniest guys I've ever met in my entire life. A complete class act. The the world of comedy, if he ever decides to leave, will be at a disadvantage in life. This yeah. guy is unbelievable. One of the most helpful, um, nicest people I ever met. When I was going through COVID, he let me on his show. I love yeah. this guy with every ounce of my damn body. And yeah, if y'all want to throw hands, we'll meet you at a Wendy's and we'll go hand in hand. <laughs> this guy's amazing. <laughs> Rocky. For the record, Rocky. That was Rocky Tail Davis. Rocky that Tail was Davis. The guy I was talking. We were about. just talking the about you, bro. I had to follow. Love you, buddy. Good like, yeah, this guy's a crush. This guy, I love him too. <laughs> yeah. And he's the one who taught me how to deal with uh, husbands and wives on stage. That was that dude. That was Rocky, though. What a surprise, huh? I know. This, cool. this was cool. I asked Matt if I could do the podcast here. What's that? I asked Matt if I could do the podcast here. Yeah. And he was cool with that. I'm like, let's show the logo. Let's cool. promote the club. This is amazing because you never know who's going to be here. We were just talking about Rocky, and there he is. That's, That's cool, awesome. man. Thanks I love for Rocky. Happy, brother. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to to wrap it up, uh, what what is uh, the plan in, in Key West? I want to open my own bar. Yeah. Um, with the stage. Yeah. And then I want to bring everybody that I ever got to work with at the LA Comedy Club with me. So it's not like an open mic. If if I share the stage with you, I want you to work with me. Okay. And then we'll do shows. I want to go out there. I know, dude. We'll go uh, visit. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. When I have it set up, you'll be the first one I call. I'm gonna Thanks, get all man. you guys. Thank man. you, bro. Damn it. Then we could do another but podcast. But then you have to bartend afterwards. Okay. And I'll be clean. I could do that. I could <laughs> I could bar back. All right. <laughs> no, that's funny. That's what's cool about the LA Comic Club. Like a lot of people that work here are actual comics. Right. Like that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the only club that does that, right? That I know of. Uh. 
Me? He, it was does. the first one. Okay. First one. There's no before LA Comedy Club. There was no clubs that would cater to the locals and okay. develop them. Right. Wise Guys is doing that now. Okay. But this is the original one. That's awesome. This is the original bad boy right here. I know. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm glad to so, been here. I'm glad to be the first person ever walked on this stage when they grand open. Yeah. I'll never. I n- no one could take that from me. Yeah. Because I've taken out a couple cruise ships, but I've never taken out a comedy club. <laughs> and, they, and I asked Drew, uh, Joaquin, he goes, uh, yeah, you're going up first. I go, really? Yeah. All right. I'm going. That's cool, man. I know. That's so cool. Amazing. I got to get. That's a good stigma. Um, where's the best place for people to find you on social media? Uh, Redneck Magician. Redneck Magician. Redneck Magician on, on social media. On, on Instagram. Uh, uh, let's see. Instagram, Facebook, Grinder, Twitter. And uh, <laughs> I'm not on Twitter. That's gross. So anyway, yeah, any one of those. Yeah. And uh, Facebook, uh, do you post more on Facebook or Instagram? I would say more on Instagram, but more of my Instagram stuff's more uh, shady. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Facebook's more professional. Okay. So yeah, it's all right. You always post funny stuff. I funny try memes. to. Yeah. I love memes, man. I need a better hobby. <laughs> Sit at home and write memes. Well, you go work out. You work out a lot. I do work out, yeah. You work out every day. And then I'm thinking of memes at the gym. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be funny. Yeah, no. So thank you, write you a bu- Write a book on memes. What's that? Do a meme book. A what? A meme book. Oh, I know. I should. Yeah? I should. A meme. Yeah. It's getting harder and harder to do memes nowadays. Everybody's writing everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, brother. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thanks again, man. Love you, brother. Thank you all.